0: Welcome back to Lost in Roshar, the ultimate journey through the
1: Stormlight Archive. I'm Christian. And I'm Jimmy. Today we are diving into chapter 28 of The Way of Kings, and we're going to be talking about Hoyt's letter, which is the epigraph through all of part two. We're finally going to get to read this, and Christian's going to have to decipher this for me. But uh, just to let everybody <laughs> know, full spoilers ahead for the Cosmere, All the, or I should say Stormlight, not all of Cosmere, uh, the Stormlight published works. If you haven't read it, we'll see you later. For everyone else, welcome back to Lost in Roshar. We're so happy to have you. And Christian, I have a question for you today. Go ahead. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, mate.
0: Jimmy. Jimmy asking the hard-hitting question. Aliens are out there. I just don't think they're here. You don't think they're here yet? Uh, at least I'm not convinced.
1: I I'm not I was.
0: I was kind of like, ooh, what is this? And now I'm like, eh. I, don't know. Uh, I just think aliens are going to be so weird that we don't even know. Like they, maybe they
1: hit, but we didn't even know it. I, I, know. <laughs> I am with you though. I'm totally yeah. with you. I, uh, I, I think there's something out there. There's, there's probably life forms of many different varieties and different levels of intelligence, but like, mm. I'm just not at first Christian, when all this UFO stuff coming, I was like, I want to believe, man, I yeah. want to believe X-Files is playing in my brain. And I'm just like, I, I, I'm not, I don't, uh, uh, I'm not there dude, yet. I'm not there yet.
0: Dude. I want like okay just just logically i'm like the universe is so big there's so much going on surely there's alien life out there somewhere i don't want to believe that they're here though i don't want that you're not ready i, I, I don't want that no no thank you um, i'm ready i just want to keep just doing our thing
1: you know yeah, we, we could wrap this whole thing up like let's just put a bow <laughs> on it just put me just, in the ant farm that's
0: that's enough you may put me in the ant farm
1: <laughs> what if they're like hey we like the podcast Oh well they're big fans yeah they tell me that all the yeah. time they, yeah uh, they the hit me with your esp head. when i'm laying in bed the espn uh as I'm laying <laughs> <in bed. laughs> oh, man. there's a well, reason why i thought never. about aliens though because oh. in this and, and we're we're going to get into the uh you know the reread but I, I wanted to just bring this up uh you know dalinar's thinking about how, like, you know this is how it's always been here and why mm. did they use these weapons this way and he's thinking about like the lineage of shard blades and uh you know history on roshar and it's just funny to me because i'm sitting there like bro you're the aliens like yeah there, was like the reason why you're using it for this is because you're not from here like you yeah. didn't he's you so guys close didn't to cracking the code he's yeah so the prosciente are the ones who are doing things the normal way like yeah yeah you guys are the weirdos and i just thought about how like you know aliens like aliens am i right no but like yeah. you, you wouldn't understand exactly how they would communicate how their culture i mean it's just so
0: like we we impose so much of human uh the human condition onto aliens yes that's the thing like all all of life on earth is designed to exist on uh, like as we do on earth um so wherever aliens are from uh, i'm sure is quite different unless like the blueprint for earth is like somehow the blueprint for all life but dude i don't know you are asking me this
1: question like two hours into our chat, and it's like just too much. How disappointing would it be if we met aliens and they were just like us, and they had Whole Foods? That would suck. You're like you guys have Whole Foods too? I would literally, <laughs> I would just, I would just jump off a bridge. I'd be like, that's it. That's that's what the universe has come to is a Whole Foods and a Chipotle on a street <laughs> corner. Like I'm done. I'm yeah. out. I'd yeah. be so disappointed. Um you I know, want but,
0: you know what I'd like. I'd like a Shades or something. That I could get into.
1: Statistically, I imagine with the universe how big it is, there is actually probably some st- statistical significance that the cosmere exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, like these. Yeah, I mean, if, if 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 things are infinite, then yes, they do exist, right? That's the whole.
1: I can't prove the cosmere doesn't exist.
0: Oh, confirmation right there. That's all, folks. <laughs> I'm just asking <laughs> questions, <laughs> Christian. I'm just asking questions. I'm just putting it out there, dude. I'm just putting it out there. I can't prove I mean, it doesn't exist.
1: Just just try to uh, and and I am talking about like the Rosharian alien angle, which is like my favorite perspective change, by the way, like on the reread is just knowing that information is so huge. But Mm -hmm. you don't even think about Earth, you know, you're telling me it's 90 something degrees in Australia and it's Christmas time, you know, you're going to be going into the Christmas season. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. we're talking about Santa putting barbecue spits down, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't even like, you know, as as a, a dumb average American, I can't even imagine that yeah that's so crazy to me yet yeah, we're like so trained to
0: to imagine the perfect american christmas with the snow falling outside and the happy family with the little dog and they're just like merry christmas jimmy and you get like a train <laughs> set the train you know when your dad ruffles your hair you know <laughs> but yeah there's no australian christmas movies playing in uh i mean there's just no australian christmas movies period i just um, there should be
1: I just can't believe that, you know, you can get a tan on Christmas. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: be. it's like popping up a, co- a cold one, having a cold beer and flipping, flipping some snags on the barbie. I wonder what sharing Christmas would look like. A couple of crabs on the barbie.
1: Oh, yeah. They're definitely Kremlings everywhere. Oh, yeah. it's the Do you think season. the chasm fiends are like the trees and they just hang stuff from them?
0: Yeah. Yeah, why not? I wonder, like, do you think now that I'm thinking about it, like here we still sing all the bloody snow-ish Christmas songs for some reason? Do you do you think it's a lack of songs in uh Stormlight slash the Cosmere?
1: Well the Parshendi are the singers, so maybe we'll get some more Parshendi bangers, you know, mixtapes. There are there are some parshendi bangers. But There like, are, there are. That's actually true. Venley is gonna drop oh, a mixtape about Ash and i It's gonna be
0: <laughs> But like I mean, the, the fantasy trope starting with Tolkien, right, is like the songs. Yeah. Um, and then we've got like Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. That was a big song. Reigns of Castamere. The- Reigns of Castamere. So many songs, right? Where's Where's the, I don't know, Ooh. the Stormblest. You're right, though. Like, where no is
1: song? the Stormlight song?
0: Yeah, there's like Stormlight stories, like One to Sail, and um, like... This the the stories that uh, Dalinar gets from the Wave of Kings, but there's no songs, mate. I want a good song.
1: Yeah, like, where man, are the songs from the
0: Heralds? I feel like this is a glaring thing. Yeah. Maybe hmm. he's one of the singers to be the singers, you know? Maybe the um, Aletheia, just like the...
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting if there was like some equivalent to like Southside Chicago drill rap like in <laughs> Roshar, you know what I mean? I think... Um, <laughs> who who's likely like who's out of all the characters who's like gonna Adolin the, Adolin oh no, he's like gonna start a boy band it's exactly where I was going with yeah. it yep. yeah yeah yep, yeah yep. or you could do Shalon, which is like a one-person act but it really it's a three-person act yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like live poetry slash meltdowns on stage I could see Kaladin becoming like a singer-songwriter like um like a, him and his guitar
1: Tonight will the be the time. night that I will fall from you over again. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I could see Yeah, that. I could see that. Yeah. Sad boy music. I'm sorry for everyone who had to listen to that. that uh, was quite good. That's took me you. right back. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I would have slayed in like late 2010 alternative scene. I would have just killed it. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now? Oh, dude
0: oh <laughs> uh, you know we started this podcast and i thought jimmy's gonna be a great host and you know what the compilation of you singing <laughs> top hits it's coming along quite nice oh no
1: am i the singing, guy? You're uh, the singing guy i hate the singing guy on podcasts i listen to yeah i don't want to be him you're busting out into songs i mean you did do a leaper a few weeks ago i remember that i mean i did jingles jingles are different right
0: J- your jingles they separate you from the singing guy. I think the audience appreciates the jingles. I
1: miss the jingles, to be honest. I mean, I'm um, under no impression that I'm actually doing a good job of any of this. That's the difference. Like, I've listened you know, to podcasts uh, where, like, one of the hosts li- sings, and you can tell he's waiting for the applause when he finishes, and you're just like, <laughs> this, is, this is dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, I just think we need more segments so we can get more jingles,
0: and we'll be fine. We'll be yeah, fine. more money. You know? Yeah, just you know like, this five sense? <laughs> it's you know i hear all these ads in podcasts i'm like i don't want to do any of these ads i don't i don't want to endorse any of this i don't know i just want to i just want to get to the meat you I'll know honest, someone will play that clip when we get a, an ad and they're like he's changed i love reading <laughs> ads
1: it's like my favorite thing really i'm so good at it
0: it'd be f- you you've got your natural presenter You just know how to present things. I just, I just talk about this and I'm so glad I have you to like do the
1: presenting thing because I can't do it. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, whenever you're young and you're like, when I grow up, I'm going to do this. Like, I can't wait to go grocery shopping or drive my first car. uh, Like, I I don't know about you, but whenever I was young and I was in school, I always thought what I would do as a teacher, like when I grew up and I'm a teacher, even Mm. though I wasn't going to be a teacher, I like thought about it. Yeah. And I've always, uh, when I listen to podcasts, I always thought like, man, one day I'm going to read an ad. Like, I don't know why. I, I just read an to- ad. I was yeah. like, I'd re- I will read that ad so well. Yeah. And uh, we do them on Bend the Knee. And I've every time it. we get You're one, so
0: i I actually look forward to your, your ad reads. I'll Thank give you God. that. Thank you, but it's going to be such a contrast if we have to do an ad <laughs> read together. You're like, and get twenty five percent off, and I'm gonna like, and uh, yeah, it'll we'll get delivered to you. Uh, was that your
1: Jimmy in impression? Because that, yeah. that was Jimmy impression. Yeah.
0: Because I'm like, welcome back to Lost in Rosha, I'm Christian, and you're like, and I'm Jimmy today. It's like the today, energy. Uh, <laughs> legit, the, the energy goes up, and I'm like, oh, I wasn't energetic enough.
1: But I, sound I think like if easy. I got
0: energetic. It would be weird.
1: I think it know? would be weird. Yeah, yeah, it would be weird. I got to keep it mellow. I feel like you wear your enthusiasm on your face, which is like you know the downside of doing audio only. Like yeah. you, you have that, you have that charming smile. Your face lights hey. up a little bit. You know, <laughs> Christian's right? right now. This the, is when yeah. I say a capital letter as we read the chapter. He sees a little
0: twinkle. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm gonna go to the cup of mine, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Jimmy's like deadpan. Like as he said all this, his face hasn't changed an inch. No, it's just—it's like talking to a mannequin. It's quite unsettling, actually. Yes, I put it all in my voice. Yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> it yin yang, mate. We're just perfectly balanced,
1: you know. I I would agree with that. I think uh, I think we are very well balanced. It's it's uh you know it's yeah. a bit like um, Dalinar and Lyft, You know, it's just the perfect combo.
0: Yeah, and you're like I think in that who's
1: who in that scenario oh i'm livid for sure unfortunately yeah you're feeding yeah, me pancakes and i'm just like oh i'm just talking about your your glutes like it, it gets real <laughs> weird sometimes whenever yeah, when she I'm did on do air. that
0: didn't she she A does shoe
1: talk shoe. about his glutes i forgot about that yeah she <laughs> talks about his <laughs> butt cheeks very strange <laughs>
0: yeah i mean we're all waiting for it someone had to talk about him I, I can't mean, believe you I'm,
1: made me sound like goofy there whenever you did that like what hey i'm jimmy uh, you <laughs> maybe sound like goofy on methamphetamine <laughs> yeah.
0: that's just that's just how it comes across mate and uh i've got no problems with it i think you just gotta <laughs> just accept it i embrace it i absolutely yeah, but, embrace it. but i've heard you imitate me you're like oh yeah i'm christian you welcome know, back get all Lost
1: discovery <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so proper i'm wearing my pluggers <laughs> My pl- What's a plugger? I don't know. I saw See. it on Australian News and I thought it was hilarious. Mate. I was like, oh, I ripped my pluggers. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing ever.
0: I feel like Americans have all this Australian slang that we don't use. Or maybe I just don't know about pluggers. I pluggers. saw it on Australian ripped News. My pluggers.
1: Yeah, the guy, he stops like an armed robbery and he's like, yeah, I stopped him and uh, I ripped my pluggers." <laughs> it is like the, fun. the, the great, news anchors yeah. are dying when they yeah. read it. And I was yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm putting that in my vocabulary now <laughs> ripped my pluggers. Also can we just acknowledge that I have a horrendous Australian impersonation? Like it's bad. It's offensive. Hey, it's really hard to do. It doesn't come naturally. No, um, I
0: mean, English doesn't come naturally to me. <laughs> it's My second language. <laughs> What's your first language? Rosharian. Hey, there yeah. we go. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lost in Roshar host if I've ever heard one.
1: <laughs> uh, Man, let's,
0: let's let's talk about this chapter.
1: Well, uh, also, hey, big big weekly update. Uh oh, weekly update project number four yeah. is out. We're gonna say what it's about. So if you don't want to hear that, uh skip ahead 30 seconds. Uh, it is about Sigzel and yeah. what he's doing, and uh, you know, Hoyd's Apprentice, which I always forget. Uh, but we should be getting some Stormlight stuff possibly out there. He's not on Roshar, I which I didn't. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was not on Roshar.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I'm. I'm curious to see where the timeline is. If you, yeah, if you go to Sanderson's video of him reading, he reads a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I'm up there in the comments somewhere, being like, "Man, I can't wait." Um. So I think I did listen to that. So at some point, no memory of it though. I literally went to go check that video, and I saw my comment there. I was like, "Oh."
1: i I didn't i don't remember this do you have do you ever have that i don't know yeah sometimes Sometimes i'll I'll even go to leave a comment and it's exactly what i said the time before (laughs) yeah and i feel like
0: that's what's going to happen in this podcast like i'm going
1: to say the same things i'm terrified of saying the same things over and over again and i feel like i already am Yeah, it's fine. You're always bringing new new stuff. It's me. I mean, I only have so many. I'm about halfway through all my bits, and then once that's done, you're going to find a replacement because people are going to be tired of hearing me. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be happy to.
0: That's okay. Already, I've got a few lined up. I I don't blame you, honestly. (laughs) You could do better. (sighs) No, Jimmy. This is uh this like I said, perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced. If anything were to
1: change, the show ends, mate. If If we keep saying it, it'll come true. Yeah. (laughs) We should give a big shout out to the people who listen to us, though, Um, because you and I, this perfectly balanced duo last week, said, hey, guys, we want to hear your thoughts on part two. And we figured, hey, we'll get a few and we'll cover it with uh, with the final chapter and Hoyd's letter. We'll we'll do some span reads. We underestimated y'all. We got so many emails, which is great uh we're happy about this this is fantastic uh and to celebrate that fact uh next week next episode we will be doing a thoughts and theory section where about ha- i would say maybe half the episode is yeah. going to be us responding to your thoughts about part two and some of your bigger theories and we're also going to be try to fit in the interludes next week but mm-hmm. the outreach was incredible uh from you guys and we were really shocking to be honest it. yes i was it like quadrupled
0: yeah. the amount of emails we generally get and i was just mm-hmm. like whoa people are listening yeah. yeah it felt good and they're good theories too i was like so Damn, these are going to be fun to talk about i just yeah I keep dropping your theories guys i love a good crazy theory even if it's like kind of far-fetched let's make it work
1: yeah you know? we will entertain pretty much anything that comes into <laughs> the old span read box which is lost in Roshard at gmail.com uh and you know, if you have something and you missed the the you know uh, the call out last week, send it this week. Uh, we're gonna be yeah. covering it next week. It'll probably be about a week until we record. So, um, you know that episode, and and if we get too so many, it might just be a full episode of span reads, which would be yeah, a we'll lot see. of fun. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, it could be fun to do that. Um,
0: yeah. every now and then, just have a span read app, crazy yeah. theories app. As much as
1: we love the way of kings, it's also fun to talk about more recent uh, theories. Definitely. And also, yeah. you know, if you're listening, so well, I don't have any theories, but I had some ideas about, you know, what we read in part two or what's coming up in part three, send that in as well, like just commentary and your take on things. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. we got a couple of those in as well. And uh, like I said, we have a very apparently engaged listenership, but also uh, what seems to be a pretty eloquently uh, worded one, because some of the writing in this mm. is actually pretty funny as well. Like people cracking jokes. I loved it. It, it made. Yeah. My oh. oh, yeah. People are really funny. That's the yeah. best part too. Yeah, honestly, you might be able to get a co-host. Just fire me and <laughs> bring on a new person every week. Yeah, guys.
0: And any applications to replace Jimmy, just yeah, just shoot it my way, and uh, I'll delete it before he reads it. Don't worry.
1: If you could have <laughs> one person replace me on this podcast, that's 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 the email prompt. Mm. I want I want people to send in who they. Yeah, prefer. yeah, who, who? Yeah,
0: who would be the? Hey, you're just assuming they're getting you. Why don't let's get rid of me, mate? I've had enough. I what mean, if I'm we- just. What if I'm just over
1: Stormlight? Bro, without you. I'm scared to tell people. Without you, this is just a first read through podcast because I forgot everything. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of
0: feels like that, though. This chapter, I have very little memory of. This was one of the first chapters I'm like, I don't remember. I remember Dal and I smacking these stones like a chat, (laughs) but that's it. That's it. I don't remember the whole Yasna conversation did not remember that
1: bro i literally read this chapter and was like oh man like that what's down on our plan in here and i was like oh yeah he abdicates <laughs> i literally like was like oh man where are we going with this, this is some yeah. really? I'm pretty, sure I'm pretty sure he doesn't right i don't think so i think he's yeah. taking it back i i can't remember i honestly yeah. i don't remember yeah i mean like
0: he's still like in that position mm-hmm. later so i'm like yeah I i don't remember this drama actually of him being like I love how Adolin's like, "What are you planning, Dad?" Like, he's—it's like the most obvious thing ever. <laughs> Adolin's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. No, 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 no. He's really no, he's not. not but he's—he's he's got a new woman. He always Adolin. has a new new woman. It seems. And little did he know, he just kind of met his wife, kind of through the span read a little bit. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like I didn't—I didn't really remember the Shallan interaction. Part I
1: didn't of it. either. Sorry, I'm kind of, I'm jumping into the chapter. <laughs> I, I'll tell you ahead. What, yeah. Let's just do the chapter and then we'll do the, uh, letter from Hoyt that, that took yeah, up all sure. the autographs. I think that's, that's a good place to go and, you know, with the letter, there'll be a bunch of implications for the Cosmere, which would be cool, but, did you um, say Cosmere implications? Implications. <laughs> 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 yeah, we need a little, a that's a segment. That. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah so chapter 28 the final chapter in part two of the way of kings is titled decision it comes from the point of views of both of the colons adolin and dalinar uh, i'm going to give a quick summary here just to jog people's memories if they're not reading along with us But while on an inspection, Adolin studies his father and worries about what he sees. Teleb demonstrates a prototype of a new portable bridge, which fails. Unfortunately, Uh, Adolin encourages him to continue working on the design as they move off to start inspections. Dalinar wonders why there are no shards for ordinary people and asks Adolin if he feels the thrill. And then they make their way out to the battalions and they're talking about the economic impact of the continual harvesting of the gemstones. And like, is this going to be something they can continue? Also, the colonization of the Shattered Plains. Uh, Dalinar tells Adolin that soon he will have to consider this, uh, which makes Adolin's ears perk up a bit. Like, what in the world could dad be talking about here Uh <laughs> remaining completely aloof? Uh, and then we see that it becomes clear that the groom's loyalty to Dalinar probably made the situation worse worse when we're talking about the strap because it looks like they're trying to defend him from something he may have done. So we get all the strap stuff in this chapter as well. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all the strap (laughs) for all the people out there that love that (laughs) strap. (laughs) Adolin then questions why Dalinar keeps giving him the lead. Dalinar tells him that he has a decision to make, but before he can elaborate, he notices a messenger in Thanadel's colors. The messenger informs Dalinar that Thanadel has to cancel their meeting. Dalinar presses the messenger, and he says he's instructed to say that Thanadel does not wish to do a joint plateau assault with him. All eight High Princes have refused Dalinar's offer, leaving only one. Of course, it's Sadius. Uh, So basically, then he gives a vague excuse and goes away and lets Adolin continue the inspection without him. And then this is where Dalinar starts just hammering at stuff on the ground and hitting rocks and thinking about how easy life would be. It if he feels to hit so rocks.
0: purposeful. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he's not using the shard blade, which is obviously the better way of doing this. Uh, he's using his war hammer uh, and then so orders. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he like sends the workers out of the latrine pet. He's like, I'll do it. Um, so he ends up doing this and gets approached by Navani, who questions what he's doing and says there is a span read from Yasna. And mm. this this is big for Dalinar because he's like, she doesn't call. For just nothing. Yeah. So I go into the uh, the viewing room and she hints at starting a relationship, but Dalinar refuses. This is talking about Navani, of course. Uh, holding to the tradition that a witted sister-in-law is a sister in truth, Dalinar is surprised to find Adolin along with his clerks and their attendants she also already sitting in the chamber. Adolin introduces his new lella of interest and clerk Danlin Morakatha. Maybe is how you say it. Marakatha. Uh yeah. he and Yasna have a short exchange about their family. Then Yasna asked him to repeat his first encounter with the Parshendi seven years ago. Mm. And then she also wants to know about the Shardblades that they have in their possession. And he replies that he only saw them after Gavilar's death. She then has her new ward, Shalon, who we've missed dearly, uh, draw what is referred to in the book as a void bringer, although she doesn't believe it to be one. Dalinar and Adolin identified as a chasm fiend. Dalinar urges Yasna to come back to the Shattered Plains as soon as possible. The conversation ends and he finds himself alone with Navani, where he reveals that he will abdicate his position to Adolin and she believes that he is a du- big dummy for doing yeah. this. <laughs> yes. Massive dummy. Yes, big, big dumb.
0: Lovely summary, courtesy of the of mind, might we say. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, a couple of improv
1: uh, changes there, but for mm. the most part, you know, just trying to parse through that. I think it helps people because I know not everyone can get to the chapter every week. And yeah. I don't want people to be completely lost while we're at because these are big books. And like me, I'm sure you forgot oh. stuff from time most to time. Most people so. are
0: like, hey, I started the reread um, when you started episode one of Lost in Roshar, and I'm finished. Rather than more. We have are had we a couple up? of those emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they probably. This is a distant memory, this chapter. Yes, very um, much. What a chapter. Like, even that summary, I'm like, man, a lot happened. A oh, lot yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, look, there's a lot to say. The I just can't get over how cool the Warhammer was, though. <laughs> the way mm-hmm. it's, like, presented. These guys are like, oh, we can not lift it. And down is like, give it over here, mate. One-handed. And at the end, how it's all bent. It's, like, yes. chipped in the whole the whole handle is all bent and everything. Um, and I just found it funny. I don't know, just the thought of Dalinar being like, man, this is so rewarding. I feel like the use of this, it's like going like working out for the first time or going for a run for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, I all these
1: endorphins. And there's also something to be said about like kind of a little bit of maybe commentary on the class system there right is that like to him this is a nice break from all the other tension he has to deal with whereas some people actually have to do this for a job and and like it's their duty yeah. and they hate it and to him it's like a fun side quest yeah. almost, you know a relief <laughs> yeah there, there's something about that i think yeah, that i kind that plays. a little too yeah, yeah and and that's you know that's fair that's definitely oh, yes. fair. the humble common folk aha I it's understand. Like, yeah. It's like whenever I ate spam when I was a kid, cause I was poor. And then my mm. wealthy friend ate spam because he thought it was like cute and funny. He's like, Oh, I'm eating oh, spam. My. And I'm like, that was my dinner last night. Oh, dude. I remember those days. <laughs> oh, like- <laughs> that hurts. <laughs>
0: yeah. There was a little bit of that. Um I liked um, that, that little, there was like a little moment where um, he sends his like right-hand man, Taleb or whatever, to, to tell the people to just relax and stop watching. Mm-hmm. And he's like, have light conversation. Um, quietly. <laughs> but he's like ordering them to just chatter amongst themselves. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's like such a little mini Dalinar. would So be <laughs> awkward like that. Chatter amongst yourselves. <laughs> be jovial. Um, but it's cool, like he's embracing Nahodon's teachings of like understand the people. He's really becoming an embodiment of the book, of The Way of Kings. He's um, embracing it. It was fun to be in his head and understand uh, the thought process. I think we needed this, you know. um, It had been a bit samey. Dal and I hadn't really stopped and thought over um, everything. So it was fun. It was fun to get all of that. Um, But I, I guess it gets most interesting once... We have the chat with Yasna, right? And, and Navani, did, were you surprised how, how forward Navani was?
1: Yeah, I did forget how like just in your face she could be, but I also think Ooh. that's probably why I was very drawn to her character in my first read through. Like I always loved Navani scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's probably why, cuz I'm also a very blunt person. So for mm-hmm. me, it's like, <laughs> I, I see you girl. I see you. It was nice. Right. Cuz everyone's so uptight like
0: Adolin. Mm-hmm adeline has got that like repressed sun energy and Dalinar's you know Dalinar's Dalinar so it's finally nice to see someone be like what are you doing why you should what, what are you doing mate why didn't I you want to get you want to marry me <laughs> Just like, <"I> <laughs>
1: <enjoy."> <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's just
0: like oh I'm so uncomfortable she's leaving me in a room alone oh um Yeah, I love reading about the moments when they first met the Pashendi. I freaking love that. I don't know. This whole first contact thing is so cool to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dal and I was fascinated by them. He was loving life. And it struck me again to realize, wow, it was like one year of them meeting them before this whole assassination, treaty,
1: everything. Like, it's very quick. It went downhill very quickly
0: yeah and this relationship's really new and it's interesting that the the pashmen was such a strong fixture in their society and the Pashendi mm-hmm. were a very random discovery um what i a line that i highlighted that's a potential mystery here i don't know if we can make much of it um he said the first meeting happened when we were exploring a forest that wasn't on the maps So Mm. I'm wondering, like, who made these maps that they were working off originally? Because it's one thing to say, like, they were in uncharted territory, but they were working off some kind of a map.
1: So why was there a forest on their copy?
0: I mean, why wasn't there a forest? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic question. And a lot is made of the maps. And we even see, like, drawings of maps inside of the book. Uh, I think that's probably significant yeah or yeah were they just working
0: off of such an old map that um a forest had grown in the meantime
1: but that kind of seems like uh, uh, it doesn't seem like the well ecologically like roshar is just so volatile yeah because of the the storms and the changing of the seasons and everything that maybe it's possible it would be able to grow fast or maybe it would make it it would render it impossible i i don't know we've also got a god called cultivation Ooh, shoot. Yeah, could you're right. Could she have just like, cultivated
0: a little forest real quick? Mm. Could she have forced this meeting per chance? Oh, my God. Maybe it wasn't a coincidence. Ooh. Oh, ask a question Dude, I mean, look, we're recording. It's past midnight here. I felt a bit sloppy, but now I'm warming up.
1: All right. He's here got we, the, <laughs> the oils here go. flowing.
0: Here, here, what am I saying? A forest could have grown. we got magic. Cultivation. Ultimation. maybe she maybe like yeah they were playing a hand in the meeting or something
1: yeah and maybe this had to happen <laughs> Ooh, I, I oh think we want i like lost
0: open rhythm of war hey yeah i like, can read that because we have the first contact chapters they're real they're there yeah we they're need oh war. man i can't wait we, should have, cross-checked.
1: Them, we yeah. should have cross checked yeah i i like I, this <sighs> i think if we get an answer for it it would probably be in book five i think book five is going to kind of cap off this parshendi a thing
0: yeah before it's just like uh the people on sort of thing the Mm -hmm. inhabitants yeah it's weird because like your memories can trick you right so Mm -hmm. in my head them meeting the pashendi was like Dalinar with like the machete going through the forest <laughs> and then like like tarzan and uh like a pashendi's like oh you know like crouching in the i don't know writing a song making a mixtape and they're like oh who are you esh and i in the booth just <laughs> yeah she's like yeah the side eye and then the whole language thing was cool like how they learned alethian like almost instantly like they were like fluent within mm-hmm. a year or something under yeah. a year i, I forgot what the, the exact amount of time was mm-hmm. and uh i'm just like i don't know why that is is that
1: is that another magical thing do you think it's just because they're so in tune with like rhythms and vibrations and like they have such a bigger range of those things that like maybe the simple noises that come out of the risharian or i shouldn't say the alethi's mouths is just like mm-hmm. easy for them? Maybe possibly? maybe. Maybe. I'm um, just hesitate to discuss it because I
0: know this is like totally talked about in the flashbacks. I remember there was a whole thing about Esh and I learning because she's like the translator, right?
1: Yeah. So I mean there's probably so a so reason. we're probably asking questions that have been yeah. answered and people are yeah. listening right now going, These guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm wary of. Me I got up early, Christian's up late. We're trying to meet somewhere in the middle here. It's, <laughs> to it's a it total mess here. On lost in Russia. It's I will like, say you this. Know what, are you a morning person? Who me? Yeah, are you? Not really. Okay. No. Yeah. Cause I'm no. not like the 1 a.m. guy either. I'm not much of anything, honestly, anymore. I'm just I'm old. just like, yeah, right. It's like, ooh, 9:30. <laughs> it's just different levels of tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's all it is.
0: <laughs>
1: this chapter, uh, you know, I think the forest thing's really interesting. There's a lot of questions about like why things are the way they are. Have they always been this way? And can we change it in the future? And Mm. one of those things is uh, when Dalinar is talking to Adolin, he says, why do you suppose Dalinar said there are no shard plate like suits for workmen? What shard plate gives awesome strength, but we rarely use it for anything other than war and slaughter. Why did the radiance fashion only weapons? Why didn't they make productive tools for use by ordinary men? I don't know. Adolin said perhaps because war is the most important thing around. <laughs> perhaps Dalinar said, voice growing softer, and perhaps that's a final con- condemnation of them and their ideals. For all of their lofty claims, they never gave their plate or its secrets to the common people. And then he proceeds to jump in a pit and start hit with hammer. Uh, stuff with hammer. <laughs> <laughs> My, bad. <laughs> My bad folks. <laughs> Sorry. We try to keep it swear free here. I uh no, it's I, tough. I, I punted it's that tough. one. Yeah. Uh whoops. the um
0: <laughs> I just as that whole conversation was going on, I kept thinking of um Lyft with her shard fork. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of. I'm like, what you talking about, Delano? You just gotta get creative.
1: He just doesn't know.
0: Yeah. Um I mean, the whole idea of shards being used for like the workforce got me w-
1: weirdly mm. excited. I'm like, let's industrialize this place, baby. I mean, we start to see, you know, the airlifts and stuff like that, right? And yeah. The, the yeah. science is getting better. Like, I mean, yeah. we're watching this happen. Yeah. But I'm, I'm imagining like that, like
0: like the mechs, the mech suits, you Ooh. know, like carrying wow. stuff and like
1: making shard, shard skyscrapers, you know? yeah well dalinar thinks about this more he says uh, in his internal dialogue when we switch to his pov it says where were the shards for ordinary men why hadn't the ancients who were so wise created anything to help them as dalinar Mm -hmm. continued to work beats of his hammer throwing chips and dust into the air he easily did the work of 20 men shard plate could be used for so many things to ease the lives of workers and dark eyes across roshar so that's essentially what you said I mean, that's what Dalinar's kind of getting at right here. I wonder if it's just because like the radiance of that time, you
0: had to just, you had to say the O's and Bond's brand. It was like this natural thing. Could you sh- even share it?
1: Could you like, I could think you get techn- a blade? I think most technological advances come from trying to perform violence on another person. Um, yeah. It's like they don't gain traction until it's used in war yes i mean that that's happened in our real world many many of times Mm -hmm. i mean you know even nuclear energy came open time it's all about that
0: yeah so i mean
1: it it just shows you that uh where the priorities lay uh yeah and unfortunately it it just seems that war and violence is like a part of the fabric of who we are like we just never stop we have never stopped uh and that for better, for worse, has also pushed technological advances ahead. And I think Dalinar is having that reflection saying, well, I'm in a position of power and later on, he's going to be in a much bigger position of power uh, that he doesn't even realize yet. But, you know, this is part of that transformation for him and seeing things differently and looking at the class system and and what Brandon Sanderson's doing here is setting up the fact that we're going to be able to believe that Kaladin can get along with Dalinar. That that's what this is because yeah, we've seen, right. yeah, Kaladin has had, such a black and white view mm. of the higher classes. And Sanderson is laying the groundwork and the trust from the reader to know that this is possible. Yeah. You're so right. This is the, the, you start to get the itch now of like, oh, let's get these two together. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, let's see how they, they mesh or they don't. And then we get like, isn't it soon we get the interaction between Adolin and and He like flicks a coin at him like, Hey, bridge boy.
1: Camera oh, stuff. yeah
0: <laughs> or something like that go go fetch the leader um, oh, uh, little bridge boy um the worst. what i speaking of other transformations I, I started to think of like yeah the tech has improved so much by rhythm of war are we looking at
1: skyscrapers and like highways and in, in book 10 well we do get a time jump right mm. i am I don't know why, but I think, you know, we talked about, we've done our road trip across Roshar, but like, do you think there's going to be vehicles? I think so, dude. I actually think so. I don't really want that. Neither do I.
0: (laughs) I I just got a weird flash of like, um, uh, what's that? Fury road. Oh, Mad, Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road, like mm. that's got that roshar vibe. Can you imagine, like all these like shard cycles chasing, chasing people across the shattered plants? Yeah, I, I don't I want think, that. I think I'd hate that.
1: Hey, I think I'd actually hate that. I, I would not want. Th- I don't want it.
0: I mean, later, like do it later, Cosmere stuff. Like give me some shard motorcycles, cool. Yeah, but still, I don't know. It just kind of breaks the whole fantasy thing for me, even though it's cool, you know
1: yeah i even when they made bridge four fly i was a bit like
0: oof i don't know
1: that was that was a big moment for for you know the general reader um that that was you know maybe not as into the cosmere and stuff i think some people did struggle with that like i i knew people who had been really? reading alongside of me yeah they were like all right they're flying i'm out and I'm like, well, yeah. come on, guys. Like, come on. They're not they're they're not really yeah, it's <laughs> not really they're, they're falling with style as Buzz Lightyear would say. Yeah, oh I love that. In a weird way. Yeah. I will say I, I was okay with it. Uh it took a second for me to adjust to. Yeah. I got um, excited by it, but it's just like, how far are we gonna go?
0: Presuming it keeps going. Cause I feel like maybe it won't because of this whole um end of the world
1: scenario we're mm-hmm. up to. Um so so maybe not. And and you could also argue that, you know, from uh, Oathbringer to Rhythm of War, there's like this little gap of time. And I wouldn't say it's a peaceful time because they're preparing, but there is time to distract them from having to prep for all Mm. of the war. Uh, And then you see some advancements in in the technology. So like maybe there'll be periods where people like invent and, and innovate possibly uh, just, maybe it won't I, be as aggressive as we're saying
0: yeah yeah you're probably right it's just i think it's just because we're reading yumi and it feels a bit more modern so it's yeah. like modern if it doesn't feel as far-fetched anymore yeah modern-ish
1: cosmere. yeah yeah and as more people come <laughs> from other worlds like are we going to see crossover from technology and stuff and you know
0: yeah like are we gonna get like a nanotech like are, we, are they gonna make the, the internet you know
1: i I don't want to tell i'm
0: gonna like gonna make depressing Tweets. instagram updates
1: yeah, yeah. i, I mean, hope not i mean do you think yeah, it'd be no. called do you think it'd be called like cremming
0: yeah 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 oh my god
1: dude should we make yeah. a crumbling social network and then call it cremming <laughs> yeah. it'd be like 16 users cremming sounds illegal <laughs> It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like some like really shady black market fishing scam. Mike. Yeah, cremming. Oh yeah, I was crimming last night, bro. I was cleaned up, cleaned <laughs> out this old, old woman. Ooh, picked, I, felt that that I feel I
0: I'm getting a chill. I'm getting a chill. <laughs> like my Kremlin senses. Don't use, don't use my name in vain, mate.
1: <laughs> don't associate <laughs> sounds- me with the dark arts. Yeah, that's like a slur. <laughs> what do you make of uh all this banging and and hammering and stuff i mean we get this whole section just sanderson it's i feel like there's writer. something there man i don't know You're i think there's i'm gonna there. write this gonna write this scene out
0: Chips, i don't know just kind of tell, just kind of feel like a cinematic moment like he's just like oh i believe this you know yeah. each hit he's hammering he's hammering home the message get it
1: come on I don't know. I feel like there's something to it. And at some point he talks about like the vibrations and I was like, Ooh, like rhythms. Like I was like, Hmm, there's something going on here and we're in rocks. You oh. know, we, 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 have been the <laughs> rock conspiracy podcast
0: and for I, me, You know what made me so happy and just, I'll let you finish, but someone in the email is like, you know what? I, I laughed at the rock thing at first, but now I'm with you,
1: let's you go our
0: job is done.
1: <laughs> I'm just here to evangelize about rock theory yeah uh, go on mate I'm just saying' he's, he's sitting here in these pile of rocks and these stones and uh, I don't know' if you like, like something more that's like
0: okay all right all right i'll I'll entertain this I'll entertain this okay all right so the book spoke of a king carrying the burdens of his people it said that those who led were the lowest of men for they were required to serve everyone. It all swirled around in him. The codes, the teachings of the book, the things, the visions or delusions showed. And then he's like thinking of those things. Bang, bang, bang in between. Hmm where's the where's the part about the vibrations where's that happening
1: i'm trying to find it i mean i have this paragraph says chip sprayed bouncing off his plate he was beginning beginning to feel worn and tired the plate didn't do the work for him it enhanced his strength so each strike of the hammer was his own his fingers were growing numb from the repeated vibration of the hammer's haft he was close to a decision his mind was calm and clear and it almost felt like there was like I mean, I know it's probably just therapeutic. So just follow yeah. me here. It feels <laughs> like it's almost like a, a reversal of the thrill in some ways. Mm, and like we like hear about clarity. the clarity. Yeah, it's like a clarity from it. I don't know. Like he's taking, so if he was swinging his Warhammer as Dalinar has swung his Warhammer before, he would be taking lives and committing violence and indulging in the thrill. Whereas Mm. right now he is not doing that. He's doing something to help out his fellow man with the same motion, the same intensity and the same strength. And he is achieving calmness and tranquility through it. There's something about that that I feel is like, Mm. I mean, one, it's obviously thematically relevant, but I, I just feel like there's maybe some significance to this. And maybe this is the first time that we could say, like, like maybe there's an unmade behind the thrill. Like maybe this is a small hint towards that. Yeah, like there's an external
0: force. I mean, it's it's the first time he's been able to put in practice the things from the Way of Kings into life and see direct results from it. Everything else is bounced off, like he's trying to teach people about it. Nope. He's trying to enhance the codes. Everyone does it, but they're like, Oh, he's kind of annoying. Like yeah. this, he's like, I'm building a toilet.
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, you will be able to relieve yourselves in these latrines by yeah. my hand oh yes. man
0: and we're gonna I feel bad for the soul casters who have to soul cast all the, the yes. doo into smoke but you're right I i, I don't know if uh, I like what you said that it gives you a, a hint about the thrill being an external force I yeah uh, it's uh, the emotions are hard in the mm-hmm. cosmic, especially when you read Mistborn and you're like, wow, they really can be manipulated. So you're kind yeah. of always looking for that.
1: Well, um, speaking of manipulation, I got a little ooh, something here, ooh, here we go to this effect. Oh, let's So go. Navani comes over and says, You are a kind man, Dalinar Cole, and Navani said, that same sly smile on her lips as she sat back in her cushion chair. I'm afraid that I'm compelled to find you fascinating. And this is Dalinar's response to her. Are you ready? I'm ready. My sense of honor makes me easy to manipulate. Oh, sh- Whoa. I know it does. No need to toy with me. Navani. Oh, dude, how now, did I, how did I let this go, bro? We've been yeah. talking about how, what if Dalinar is not talking to the real storm father? Mate, I think that this is a Mate. flag. No to no, say that he has Dad. been manipulated and then yeah, that. Uh, oh I got another one for you just a few <laughs> sentences later uh, Navani said uh, he says I don't do anything to be intriguing Navani replies if you did it wouldn't work she leaned toward him do you know why I picked Gavilar instead of you all those years ago and this is a parallel to me feeling like odium is going to eventually pick dalinar as his person oh my god yeah finish off mate you see what i'm saying like the manipulation and then talking about being selected
0: yep slam dunk it's a slam dunk this is like a total odium's champion foreshadowing
1: i that's what i'm going for that's what i circled it as my yeah. sense of honor makes 100%. me easy to manipulate oh my
0: god how I, i'm just
1: more disappointed i just let that go hey every now and then old jimmy storm <laughs> comes through with a zinger <laughs> this okay is, this is the ying yang moment. i I'm, I'm on for another week guys i, I yeah. extended my contract yeah, yeah he's done it he's <laughs> done it
0: no but seriously that's brilliant that is so good um yeah
1: that sentence is Walk so purposeful like there's yeah, no that, way that is huge that is huge dude what i'm saying is that his sense yeah. of honor uh makes yeah. him easy to manipulate and i think yeah. dalinar will be manipulated yeah mm-hmm.
0: um you've you've slam dunked that dude that's great thank you that's thank so you good yeah brilliant okay okay yeah th- i'm more than ever convinced of the dalinar dark dalinar theory can we name this theory so we can make it like a popular theory like how we predict dalinar is going to be like a dark lord
1: dark dalinar version. dark dalinar like yeah dalinar of darkness if you want to be no, like dark really Dalinar's like dramatic clear. about it <laughs> mm. it's
0: like yeah he's going to be some like i want to make a comparison there's a mistborn character who kind of does this if you remember kind of has that like i'm i'm being manipulated but i kind of want to help thing going on and i could
1: see that being dalino for sure in the in the second half yeah Oof, i love it i love I, it i also just want to apologize if it, people can hear like a mower in the back i don't know what i guess people are like racing lawnmowers outside of my house or something like, i don't <laughs> understand why it's so loud i don't understand These There's people. always that one guy who's like i'm gonna rev it's this a cover up straight It's the Kremlin Bureau of Investigation. They're trying to cover (laughs) up that we have figured out that Dalinar is going to go to the dark side. Dude. Do you remember that um,
0: there's that episode of Rick and Morty where Morty gets like a headset where he can understand what animals are thinking? And then he looks, he's like, you know, birds are thinking about flying, snails thinking about crawling. And then he looks at the squirrels and he realized they're all like watching the humans. And Mm then the kid's looking at us. He he knows he's (laughs) on (laughs) tour.
1: That's the Kremlings. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like the Kremlings. I love that. Yeah. That's That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like kids watching us. Hmm. Um, God, you've just just taken
1: the wind out of my sails. I can't stop thinking about this theory now. Well, you know, I think every now and then I get one. I mean, at, at the very least, I think it's Dalinar... Exposing the fact that like he is not infallible, right? And that he can be manipulated, which we can kind of see like Sadius is honestly working circles around him when it comes to uh, political maneuvering. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's not all that shocking, but I just felt like the honor side of it was was very significant. And then only a few sentences later, does Navani say that she chose Gavilar over him, which, by the way, is very rude. I don't know why she has to be so hurtful. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know like Dalinar being a choice and we know Dalinar has to make a choice uh coming mm. up uh, against Odium it just i don't know it feels it feels like a little bit of yeah. uh Brandon being cheeky there yeah very cheeky i have another question right mm. so
0: okay. i started thinking about the void bringer thing yes when they're like all right this book depicted This is a void. uh, Chasm fiend is a void bringer. We don't think that's what they really thought, but like they just drew this because it's like the the closest thing, Mm -hmm. right? So like the whole big twist is like the humans were the void bringers, right? Yeah. So I'm just curious where this term originated. That's my question. Hmm. Because if the humans were the void bringers, firstly, it's just like an interesting. If you're bringing the void, like what are you, what are you actually bringing? What is that? What is the void? If you like, is it just it like
1: the essence of nothing that they left their planet as, like it was destroyed, right? And now they're going to bring that same danger slash void to their world? Maybe
0: I don't know because like I don't really like all,
1: that. No, because it's like we have all these terms in soulmate,
0: like void light, like it's an actual thing, you know, and there's void sprain.
1: Did know. they should, bring like void spring with them when they came? And it's like, a, you know, people talk about like, if we were to meet like an alien species, we couldn't interact with them because we'd introduce bacteria to them that would end up killing them or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, maybe it's, maybe it's going to go all the way to the bacterial level. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to
0: read the
1: official, uh, the void bringer thing on the copper mind. Okay.
0: So it says the void bringers are historically considered to be a group of creatures that attacked the humans of Rosha in a series of wars known as desolations. In the four and a half millennia since Aharatayam, which is just the day the heralds gave up. Much of the factual evidence on Voidbringers has faded into myth and legend, as well as foreign doctrine. Voidbringers were said to have cast mankind out of the tranquiline halls and fought the heralds of the Almighty and knights Radiant on Roshar. Despite the fact that the Voidbringers were mostly dismissed as legends and folklore, the scholar Yasna colin feared what was to come and tried to surmise the nature, the true nature of the Voidbringers, hypothesizing that the singers were the Voidbringers. In actuality, upon the arrival of the Evers. Storm, the void bringers were revealed to be a large coalition of various beings allied with the shard odium not solely singers furious at their displacement and slavery at the hands of mankind the void bringers are intent on taking rochelle for themselves so that sort of suggests to me it's the fused if you want to get technical yeah the fused are technically the void bring because like they had this moment where the void Bringers, but i think technically it's the fused right
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So sorry, that's like a long roundabout way to say why the heck are they saying it's a chasm fiend? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Point. And I was gonna say and then it's Shallan illustration is a chasm fiend. So yeah. what the, what in the world? It still doesn't
0: match up. So are they I'm just so associating confused. are they just associating uh the fused
1: with chasm fiends? I guess so, and like making it maybe they feel like they're responsible for I I'm not I'm, I'm really not sure. That. We have these, like, curious
0: chasm... I feel like there's more to the chasm fiend, though, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember briefly at the end of uh, Rhythm of War when we get this, like, last moment with I in the flashbacks, like, after her death and she, like, flies over Roshar or whatever? Like, the Stormfather flies her over Roshar and then we get this weird moment with the chasm fiend. It's kind of blurry in my head. Yeah, um, I don't remember it. Okay, but, like, I don't know. Just feel like, yeah, there's just, like big big old question mark there mm-hmm. um that i don't think we're gonna get to the bottom of right now i think we're both like <laughs> the,
1: <laughs> the lore is overwhelming us yeah we got a lot of book to go before we yeah. even get to that point <laughs> yeah. so but I'm which just is gonna fine say, right
0: there's yeah something's going on mm-hmm. something's going on. i mean i'm just asking the questions we're just raising
1: but, the flag that's all yeah. we're just saying yeah. hey Make sure you pay Just attention.
0: A, someone, Someone's going to debunk that one for us, thank goodness. Yes. I feel it coming. We do appreciate it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> is it time, mate? Is it time? The letter. It is time for the letter. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. All right. Um, I'm going to toss it over to you to read the letter. you you good with that? Do you have it? Do you have I, it up? I don't have it up. Like? Uh, you got me. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll link you the letter. All right, here you go. You know, the, the, the most interesting part and i couldn't resist it's like we get a response to the letter in the next in words of radiance we'll resist now but i did read ahead to see like uh, what comes back uh, oh. which is fun interesting i so see yeah, on the page i go that i gave you it just it's just the first, it's the first letter. letter okay yeah yeah that's the one if you want to stop at any point to discuss go for it Okay,
1: yeah. um, so th- this is the epigraphs from part two, and Hoyd is writing to Frost, which I'm going to have to ask you who in the world that is. Um, okay. <laughs> and it's uh, essentially uh, talking about Ray's vessel of Odium, a bunch of other stuff. But here, here is the actual letter, okay? Um, starts here at the top. Old friend, I hope this missive finds you well. Though as you are now essentially immortal, I would guess that wellness on your part is something of a given. I realize that you are probably still angry. That is pleasant to know. Much as your perpetual health, uh, I'm sorry, much as your perpetual health, I have come to rely upon your dissatisfaction with, uh, with me. It is one of the Cosmere's great constants, I should think. Let me first assure you that the element is quite safe. I have found a good home for it. I protect its safety like I protect my own skin, you might say. You do not agree with my quest. I understand that so much as it is possible to understand someone with whom I disagree so completely. Might I be quite frank before you asked why I was so concerned. It is for the following reason. Ati, i I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, was once a kind and generous man, and you saw what became of him. Reyes, on the other hand, was among the most loathsome, crafty, and dangerous individuals I had ever met. He holds the most frightening and terrible of all the shards. Ponder on that for a time, you old reptile, and tell me if your insistence of non-intervention holds firm. Because I assure you, rays will not be similarly inhibited. One need only to look at the aftermath of his brief visit to Cell to see proof of what I say. In case you have tombed a blind, uh, or turned a blind eye to that disaster, know that Aona and Sky are both dead, and that which they held has been splintered. Presumably to prevent anyone from rising up to the challenging of Reyes. You have accused me of arrogance in my quest. You have accused me of perpetuating my grudge against Ray's and Bavadin. Both accusations are true. Neither point makes things I have written to you untrue. I am being chased. Your friends of the 17th Shard, I suspect. I believe they're still lost following a false trail I left for them. They'll be happier that way. I doubt they have an inkling of what to do with me should they actually catch me. If anything I have said makes a glimmer of sense to you, I trust that you'll call them off. Or maybe you could astound me and ask them to do something productive for once. For I have never been dedicated to a more important purpose, and the very pillars of the sky will shake with the results of our war here. I ask again, support me. Do not stand aside and let disaster consume more lives. I've never begged you for something before, old friend. I do so now oh man big big uh, you know when you're reading these epigraphs i don't feel like it's this epic but when you read that letter i mean it feels i will say the rhetoric there and the actual plea from Hoyt is pretty convincing and very uh concerning yeah
0: you'll uh what's the line that i love um uh it was something about like the the conflict here will like yeah here we go um the very pillars of the sky will shake with the results of our war here i was like damn that's epic <laughs> that's really cool
1: yeah so uh what what's going on here and who's yeah. frost and, and honestly <laughs> can you remind me about rays and everything
0: okay yeah i'll catch you up i'll catch up for the most part for the most part um so frost is interesting because frost is like not really officially spoken about in any of the published works it's a bit of a like sanderson has talked about it through questions and things um he has he had some like unofficial, un- cano- non canonical like short things written with Frost and Hoyd involved, so that's why people are kind of aware of what's going on. Um, but it's not like you can pick up a published Cosmere novel and like spot him uh, anywhere. So Frost is, is a dragon, and well, like a person who can turn into a dragon, as I understand it, on the planet of Yolen. And the planet of Yolen is basically where everything like first started. It's like the original planet of, of the Cosmere. That's where Hoyd's from. And that's where like all the people who hold all the shards are from. Um, so he's like at at home base of the Cosmere. And he, Frost's mentality is like non-intervention policy. Like I'm not going to mess with anything. I'm just going to let the Cosmere happen. Um. And hoyt is like I'm gonna get involved in literally everything that's hoyt's policy and hoyt's like dude come help me um so that's that's the gist of like the context there and um basically all the names that we keep hearing throughout this throughout this um letter are people the people who hold the shards of like the other the other cosmic worlds I suppose we should just like uh, accept some light Cosmere mechanic spoilers in this. In this I, I think that's fine. Yeah. 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 So you're good so far? Is that all
1: making sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it sounds super interesting. I love this stuff. This is why yeah. I, I want to know more. Right. So Ray's. So, okay, here we go.
0: So when he says Ati or Ati was once a kind and generous man um, and you saw what became of him. So, Ati or Ati, whatever, he's the guy who holds the shard Ruin. He's he's in Mistborn. Um, oh. So he's like saying, hey, this guy was like a nice dude, and then he took up that shard and look what happened to him. And then he goes on to say like, Raze, which is the dude who has Odium, and now he's got this shard. Like, it's only going to be even worse than that. So
1: Raze has Odium shard, which Odium is now taravangian right yeah yeah so the shard impacts your personality and stuff a little bit so so let me ask you this so obviously before taravangian takes it becomes odium was odium raised then at that moment yeah yeah so did taravangian outsmart raise and is now like elevated himself beyond yeah like yeah you know he killed him okay he straight up killed him wow and and now he took the shard I know yeah. people are probably like, didn't you read the books? Yes. Yeah. But like none of this made sense to me at the time. So yeah. this is, this yeah, is yeah. education time.
0: Yeah. So Terra killed race with, um, Nightblood. and now he's Odium, basically like he has the shard.
1: That's so sick. I mean, I remember yeah. how epic that scene was and uh, like Tara is my favorite Sanderson character, but like, woo. It's crazy. So like, yeah, race has had this shard for like millennia wow it's
0: like give me that (laughs) i'll take that (laughs) yeah i'll be taking that with my talking sword it's wild um yeah okay so he's like help me because odium's basically gonna gonna ruin the world um as we know it so the next thing he says one, uh, the next thing we can make sense of, he goes, one need only look at the aftermath of his brief visit to Cell to see proof of what I say. In case you have turned a blind eye to that disaster, know that Aona and Sky are both dead, and that which they held has been splintered, presumably to prevent anyone from rising up to challenge Reyes. So what those people he's talking about there are the two shards or the two people that held the shards that presided over Elant- like the world of Elantris. So you know how in Elantris like the whole magic system's messed up? Yeah. And uh all the injuries are everlasting and all this stuff. It's because Odium killed those people who like who like presided over that planet. Whoa. So he's like, dude, if you don't take me seriously, while you've been chilling and non-intervening, um, Odium's gone over to that planet and ruined things. And he splintered the actual shards so nobody can pick it up. So nobody, like, he's on like, he's on a
1: bit of a rampage sort of thing. Yeah, and we have other Cosmere works that have splintered shards as well. Yeah, because, yeah, like Honor. Honor is splintered. And right? uh, so, isn't um, in Yumi as well, right? I thought there was... Oh, I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was. Me- I'm, I might be wrong. I actually don't yeah. know if it's splintered. I can't really remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to look. I, this stuff gets very confusing to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can I can feel it. But basically, he's just saying uh, Odium's uh, been traveling around the Cosmere and has been uh, messing things up. So we need to take him seriously. Um, I guess he's worried about the. Um, the next steps that he's gonna gonna be taking. And then Hoyd says, I'm being chased. Your friends of the 17th shard, I suspect, I believe um, they're still lost following a false trail I left for them. Um 17th shard are just kind of that other group of like non-interventionists that are watching the Cosmere and making sure Hoyd and others don't don't mess it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so Hoyt's just like, dude, tell me out here. So yeah, it's just like it's just all the shard dramas. It's just all the shard dramas. And what's what's kind of stunning to me is just like all these people were there at the beginning. You know? Like these are the people that uh mm-hmm. like was like the the all powerful god, whatever we don't even know what it is really. But these were the people who like killed it and then took up the each shard, which was like a facet of it.
1: Do we know if they were just in killing the god, or was it a considered a know. thing? Okay. We don't know. But we know that Hoyt was there and like part of it. See, this is the stuff that like drives me to want to like, cause I DNF the launchers because like, I thought it wasn't very good. And, but like, so this is the kind of stuff that it does make you want to go read this stuff, even if you don't necessarily love the story just to get the little tidbits. Right. Or you could just read a wiki like most people do, but um, (laughs) yeah, this is the kind of stuff, I mean, this is awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's like we're seeing the biggest players very, very quickly, mm-hmm. um, and I guess it's just, I, I guess, like as a reader, I think all he's trying to do is like just telegraph to us that, uh, like, that Odium is a big threat,
1: and then Taravangian
0: oh. kills <laughs> Taravangian straight up, like, no, no, I want to be the big threat.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: So it said. Just on the shattering of Adenalcium, I'm just getting this up here. It says, Adenalcium's opposition or some subset of their number eventually put their final plan into action on Yolan, which is this like planet, this Mm -hmm. home planet of the Cosmere. The group included Hoid and likely Frost, in addition to those who had become the original vessels of the 16 shards. Few (laughs) details are known concerning what transpired at the shattering. The shattering occurred as a single event at which Adenalcium was indeed killed and consequently its power was divided into 16 equal portions this bears some resemblance as uh, a measure of resemblance to the splintering of shards and throughout the cosmia was affected as a result of the shattering becoming associated with particular shards so basically like it's the origin story it's kind of like the big bang ish um, mm. so like that was the home planet with the one single god and they split it up and like started off their own worlds which is pretty interesting wow which makes me want to see that planet like what,
1: what how did that work yeah what does that look like how do people live with that uh, yeah i mean there's just it's very sci-fi i mean this is sci-fi right like, yeah it's because each shard
0: like impacts the world so distinctly so if adenelsium encompassed all of
1: them what does that world look like mm. dragons i guess like, i can uh, you want to talk about high fantasy i feel like it would be the highest of fantasies
0: yeah And I, I, I'm just gonna make sure it's in this letter that I don't go ahead to the to the other one. Um, But does he say that he's immortal? Yes. Yeah. He goes though as you are now essentially immortal. Um, So yeah, like how does that work? That they can Mm -hmm. live forever there too, and how can Hoid live forever? There's all these questions, right? Yeah, it's just a lot of like name drops and suggestions of bigger things happening. I think that's. I think we covered the gist though. The gist wow. has been covered.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if any of you have, uh, you know, more to say about it, feel free to send it over to uh, the span reads. Um, we we would love to hear more about it. But I mean, this is awesome stuff. I mean, this is why I've always like loved your videos because you're able to like spell things out in a way that I can actually understand it. Because in the context of it, even going to like, the wiki and stuff, it's not. It can get, get overwhelming. Different. Yeah, and
0: and and just to defend myself, I'm not a massive cosmere expert either i just try to simplify it in a way like you said that's understandable and i've still got a lot to read um but it's just like hey hey these uh this guy's a bad guy stop being a dragon
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's basically it yeah i uh i feel like i have so much i need to to read um like i know i need to get to era two and *Missborn* as well um to get a better idea because i heard that the last book is very cosmere heavy yes i heard um, the same but i also the know same. that i have to read a bunch of other stuff i haven't read i think before i can read it so it's like it's hard Love times mate yeah well uh i think we successfully covered a chapter we got into some big cosmere implications yeah, i just felt like that was me being like uh quickly explain uh no it was good hopefully it, was good. it works yeah i thought it was great um yeah uh whew, we got a lot to, we got a lot to. i mean the funny thing is, is we're sitting over here trying to recall exactly like the first meetings of the parshendi and stuff on the stormlight level and then you got this whole other grand epic scale past that that goes into planets and sci-fi element it's just crazy yeah i
0: feel like um sanderson's got a whole other background novel going on with Hoyt
1: that he's like that's a whole oh, other definitely. thing yeah, yeah. Did um, he say we were going to get a Hoyt novel? Didn't he say that, that was like yeah. one of the reasons why he needed to write in Hoyt's voice because he knows that he's not to, to write a Hoyt novel?
0: I mean, it's, yeah, it's called Dragonsteel. I'm fairly sure. Like that will be the Hoyd book. It'll be called Dragonsteel. Oh my God. Hence the whole dragon thing with, with Frost.
1: Oh my God. He probably has hidden together. the answer to the series in like his marketing. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on the package and added the numbers and then went to this web address oh yeah i could still see that i'd be down with that i'm in yeah but like i think that
0: that um again highlights the significance of it if you're going to name your whole damn company after this thing certainly um it must be the key to everything yeah yeah
1: yeah wow what an episode dude and then kudos to you for uh having all that knowledge and i appreciate you wrestling that down because uh i was a bit lost i was a bit that's lost. okay which i hope it, someone else listening was lost uh, so i'm not alone <laughs> i'm just gonna
0: say this as cool as all that stuff is still the hammer was the most interesting thing to me just him smacking mm. them rocks
1: like as cool as the whole cosmic thing is i'm here for like the granular stuff Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think for me, uh, the best part is the questioning of like, why didn't we use this technology to help out people in their everyday tasks, yeah, cool. because yeah. I think about this stuff all the time in our real world. And, uh, I, I just like thinking about like history and why we do the things we do and like, who said, this is the way we have to do it. And Dalinar is literally doing that here. Yeah, And I just, I love that question posed in stories as well. So, uh, that, that's my favorite part of this, uh, this whole thing. Yeah so again we're both yeah we're in the stormlight stuff yeah we're stormlight guys that's what
0: we'll say we're just stormlight guys that's (laughs) all we are that's (laughs) all we're here for um but anyway guys as always thank you for accompanying us on this episode of lost in Roshar. remember the most important chapter a man can read is the next one we'll see you next week to dive into a part two recap and diving into your thoughts and theories as well
1: as those three glorious interludes i'm so pumped for them Yeah, they're like the best. uh, They're probably the best in this book. So it'll be really good stuff uh, to go over. Uh, Folks, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please be sure to leave us a review on whichever platform you listen on. It helps the uh, podcast quite a bit uh, on those podcast sites. And if you're watching on YouTube, of course, you know, a like and subscribe is always a good thing over there as well. So if you have feedback, questions or theories, span, read us at lost in Roshar at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on Lost in Roshar. And remember to keep that safe hand covered.